Hey everyone, thanks for checking out the Ham and Spam Retro Review, the podcast where we like to review retro games, movies, TV shows, and everything in between. Check us out on all the social medias, including Twitter, where you can find us at Ham and Spam Games, Instagram, which is also at Ham and Spam Games, Facebook, at Ham and Spam, and even YouTube. Just search Ham and Spam Retro Review. For more content, check out our friends Nick, Brandon, and also Clint on their podcast, Talk or Go Home. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ham and Spam Retro Review, the show where we try to figure out how to come into a show. There you go. <laughs> um, welcome back. It's been a long week. Hammy, yeah. how are you doing? I'm great. Isn't this episode 60? It is episode 60. 60 episodes and we still can't figure it out. <laughs> well, 60 plus a handful of bonus episodes. I, yeah. I don't know how many we totally have when you consider all the bonus episodes. I have no idea. Um, anyway, welcome back, buddy. It seems like it's been just under 24 hours since I saw you last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this week, Hammy was a guest star on the talk or go home podcast, mm-hmm. uh, to fill in for Brandon, who was having a little car trouble. Uh, but if you allegedly, get a chance, <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Uh, so if you get a chance, go and go and check that one out this week. Uh, talk or go home with Nick and Brandon and Clint. And I guess now Hammy, at least. For this episode i'm a guest star uh just a just a little insight we talk a little star wars talk a little uh marvel talk a little little everything honestly we that's, did. that's the thing with talk or go home it's kind of the seinfeld of podcasts well i mean you either talk or you go home that's it and when we got done talking we literally went home and and i rode with you so i had to talk <laughs> um no it was a good episode so you get a chance go go and go and check it out um those guys do a good job and well worth it to uh, have a listen for sure. So, Hammy, um, what are we talking about today? I just want to hear you say it. We're talking about Sonic 3 on the Tiger Electric Electronic Handheld. Uh, I, I do have that. Right there. Yep, I do. Uh, but that is not what we're talking about today. Oh. You prepared all for that game, didn't you? I did. All six six moves and two double six A moves. Batteries. Come on now. Well, there's a there's like a, a back and a fourth and a back back and a fourth fourth and an up and a down. So six. There you go. All right. You go with it. I mean, no. There's like, there's, <laughs> well, there's a jump button it's, too. It's jump. It's it's four directions and jump. It's well, fun. I mean, Sega had you know a. a <laughs> you're gonna pull it out. Hold on. Let's let's see. Oh oh no, I was wrong. There's there's more buttons. Let's see. It's got a directional pad. All four directions. You got spin, tails, pick, and then on, on, off, pause. <laughs> wow, you remember those things? Those things were I do. those things were cool. Like we thought we had something back in those days for real. But I've, no, the reason why we're here today is to talk about to to finish up the Sonic, the original Sonic the Hedgehog trilogy for Genesis, and today. In some weird backwards way, we're going all the way back to Sonic the Hedgehog 1. We went 2, 3, and 1. Why, why did we not go in order? Because 2 was Because you said superior. that you, yeah, you said 2 is a lot better than two, 1. 2 is better than 1. Uh, two, 3 is my favorite, and two, in my opinion is the best. But 2 is right up there. Uh, it really is. But 1, when I first played this back in the early 90s, on, uh, my uncle had a Sega. Your, your filter's kind of askew from your mic there you go uh my uncle had a sega sega was really big in the sports at the time uh little clint was not big into the sports but little clint was big into sonic the hedgehog one captain crunch and yes yes uh before it messed with my stomach um i really enjoyed this game i played it a lot this is one of those that that my sister and i bonded over uh little trivia player 
No, it was not. But we would basically, you know, you started out with three lives and you would go until you run out of lives. Uh, and when you first, you know how when you first start out in a game, you're not really good at it. Clint wasn't very good at it. And the first Robotnik boss would get me every time. Yeah. So then she would get her turn. And like beat the game in one sitting? No, 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 no. When I got to where I was getting further in the game, we we stopped sharing turns because she uh, she didn't want to wait that long for her turn. So a uh, little trivia, though. This was the... I remember playing this game the first time Brandon Farmer ever came over to my house was to come over and play Sonic the Hedgehog. We Old turkey. Yep. We sit there and played that game for several hours after school uh, up until his mom would come and got him. And that was the first time Brandon and I ever really got hung out. It's back in third grade, I think. Wow. That was, that was what? 92? 92, 93. Okay. Yeah, because I had my wreck in '93. That was third grade, so '93. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. '93. So, um, so yeah, that's that little little history there. But, um, do you have any memories of playing this um, back at that time, or were you more like a little older? Well, uh, yeah, I, I was a little older before I got to play it because I I had a Super Nintendo growing up. But uh, going to a friend's house that lived across the road from me, I think I, I remember playing a lot of Sonic Two. Right. I don't remember when I played Sonic One. I thought I hadn't. But when I was looking at it today, I realized I had because I remember getting through the Green Hill Zone. The first zone. And getting to the second one, Marble. Marble Zone. And I was like, oh, this looks cool. And then I saw the lava and I was like, bye. (laughs) So Hammy's things of desert lava and what was the other one? Uh, Toxic Caves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It was out. He was out on that one. And snow. And snow. Yeah. I forget about snow. Snow. Snow's kind of hit or miss, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so yeah, it's a great game, great beginner game. Uh, th- this was the game that kind of gave Nintendo started the the run on Nintendo a little bit because Sonic, you know, he can really move and he's got an attitude. Uh, he's the fastest thing alive. Well, Sega, I think, really nailed the culture at the time. Right. That's why they were able to keep up. I think. Because they, but they, they never were, adapted either. Their marketing was genius. Yes, and I mean Sonic. What else they have besides Sonic? As far as I mean, they had they had the sports games, and was it is it Kid Icarus? No, no Alex the Kid. Yeah, Alex, Alex the, kid. the Kid was their mascot before Sonic. But I mean, Sonic is what kept them in the game. I, I agree. I agree. Sonic is the thing that, that brought a lot of people into it. Uh, another thing that brought them into it. So Sega had three different um, systems, three different generations of, of the Genesis system. Um, the first one was the one that's got, that looks like the mini that you've got now. Yeah. That had the little headphone jack and, and the slider. And, and it was a big console, which is what my uh, buddy had. Okay. And then that one right there that I've got is the generation two. So it's a lot, it's a, it's a slim console. Yeah. That, that, um, that I think is the most famous one. And then they had a three, which is a little bit smaller, still the same kind of setup. You know, the game still going on the top whatnot. Yeah. I've got the gen two as well. Um, Sega, I thought was really ingenious with their battle with Nintendo. Um, they would package a game with their system. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I think at the time Nintendo wasn't really doing. Mine, mine came with Super Mario World. Oh, did it? Yeah, the, uh, I forget how that worked because whenever they needed to mark, when they needed to move it, when they needed to move the system, and really when they started making their push towards Nintendo, I believe it was Sonic Two. But a lot of people, anybody that had a Genesis, really remembers this game because this is usually the first game that comes with it. Um, the other thing that's very famous about this game is on the cartridge, it says not for resale. And for the longest time, I couldn't figure out exactly what that was about or what that meant. But basically it was, this game came with this system and it's not for resale. Um, Sonic 2 had it as well. I don't recall any of the Nintendo games having it on on, on any of their cartridges. No, saying never it's not for resale. Um, but yeah, I, I really didn't understand that um, until... I guess I just got curious one day and Googled it. So, you know, I say that mine came with Mario world, 
but I don't, it, it might've been just a game that my parents bought for me. Cause I got mine in, in 91. Right. And I just remember I had Super Mario World. Well, I, I don't really remember unboxing. <laughs> well, I remember was a long time ago. I remember watching some some backstory on how the Genesis was able to push Nintendo in the in the in the uh, console wars, the first console wars. Uh, and that was one of the things that was said was this guy that took over Sega of America said, hey, we're going to box this you know system in with these games. And, and the, the guys over in Japan were kind of against it because they felt that it was worth more for them to box them separate because they would get they would get more money. They were taking a loss selling the system like yeah. that. But in taking the loss, it made it popular enough for people to go buy more games. So it's kind of it's all a kind of a catch twenty two. They could have saved the company if they'd listened to that guy a lot more. Well, I mean, yeah, they could have, but at the same time, where Sega, I think the 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 death blow for Sega is when they released was it the Saturn. Yeah, well, and, well yeah, like, the Saturn and it was in a Japan. Surpri- yeah, it was a surprise launch though at E3. They're saying, "Oh yeah, it's available now," and like they had zero games for it. Yeah, that it came out in Japan, and meanwhile in America they still had the 32x. Right, they had this whole Frankenstein system. Yeah, that it was. It was just, I, I guess, from day one there was a disconnect between Sega of America and Sega of Japan. Yeah, and that was their ultimate. I kind of feel like, in a way, not not in the same way, but in a way, there's a disconnect between Nintendo of America and Nintendo of Japan right now. Um, not not like you'd think. Nintendo of America will always take second fiddle to NOJ. Okay, well, I think Nintendo of Japan uh, are missing out on a golden opportunity to make a lot of people very very happy and print themselves stacks and stacks of money. But how? Uh well Zelda thirty five and release any kind of Metroid that might still come out. There's there's a lot of rumors. I I'm still upset that they missed the, the actual date. The date, but someone did point out that was the Japanese release date. The North American release date for Zelda is in the fall. Well, well, fingers crossed. We'll see. I need a new Donkey Kong Country game. I bought one. I I need a new Metroid game. Okay. I don't know why. It's not like I played that series a lot, but I just feel like I need a new one. So I can play it on my well, Switch. Metroid Prime 4 is coming eventually. Eventually. In but three the, more years. The last one they released only sold half a million copies. Yeah, well. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> this is a Sonic episode. Uh, so you said you played it. You got to the got to the Marvel. Is it Marvel Hill? Marvel Garden? This is Marvel Zone. Yeah, Marvel Zone. Um. And, That's and, as far as I got, I just, I just, you I just, saw the you lava. Stopped. Yeah. I was like, I really don't feel like doing this. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's go through the zones. So, so I walked away from it and <laughs> never came back. Well, let's go through the zones a little bit. So obviously the first one is green Hills. Mm-hmm. Um, in this particular game, uh, every, every zone had three acts, act mm-hmm. one, act two. And then the third act, you would have the, 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 uh, the boss fight with Robotnik. Um, if you played the other games before you played Sonic 1 and I mentioned this when we were kind of going through it just a minute ago the one thing that you really do miss sometimes is the spin dash um, because there's no way to break down walls there's no way to um, get up speed like you need to you have to really yeah. backtrack to get up any kind of real speed so I, I did find myself missing the spin dash uh, after I played two and three, obviously I didn't know anything about a spin dash. It, I, I played Sonic two for months before I realized it was a spin dash, <laughs> just because I was so used to Sonic. It's not you have an instruction booklet? No, gosh, no. Because it it came just with the system. It was it was packed oh, in the car. So they didn't have the whole they didn't have the box or booklet. Not that I recall. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, this, the Sonic games that, that everybody knows, this is where it all started, where Robotnik captured the, the little creatures, turned them into robots. You hit these creatures, release the free, and, and release the animals to free them. Then you go stop Robotnik. I mean, it's, you know, if, if you put me in a robot body, I don't think I would, you know, be too upset about it. You don't think so? No. Put me in a robot body. I can fly and shoot lasers. <laughs> yeah. But you lose your free wheel. <laughs> it's overrated. <laughs> well, 
I always felt like I needed to. This was one of those games where I kind of felt like I always needed to um, go fast, and I would just kind of run past a lot of that stuff. I remember my sister playing; she was really, really um, about freeing all the animals and <laughs> getting every ring possible. You know, I, I know. I remember you saying that you did things like that on Donkey Kong Country, like you would go get every banana possible. No, I never no, said that. I thought that was okay. I thought that was you. That, that wasn't said. me something about that maybe maybe it was someone it had to be someone else then but some other handsome devil <laughs> curse those handsome devils um so yeah green hill zone the very kind of basic stuff uh the very the very first level was you know a lot of speed you can get through it really really quick uh kind of what becomes synonymous with the sonic games is you've got a upper level which is really quick a bottom uh, a middle level which is a little bit of platform and a, and a and a middle well hold on a middle level is a little bit of platform and a bottom level that's a little slower but it's a lot of platforming so that's kind of how those are are laid out um, so is there any point of taking the lowest level no usually if you if you try to if you try to play you want to stay on that highest level possible uh just so you can get through the level quickly um but you had to get what fifty rings by the end of it. Yes. So this was the the stage. Uh, in, in other games, uh, you have the giant ring where you jump into it and it and it warps you to a special stage, and they're hidden throughout the level. This one, you had to have fifty rings at the end of either an act one or an act two, and after you hit the little the level end spinny doodad, what would you call that? Uh, sign. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Spin sign. Yeah. Spinny sign. Uh, there'd be a giant ring. You jump into it and you go to the special stage. Um, this special stage, they had a callback to this special stage in Sonic Three. No, in Sonic Three and Knuckles, uh, where it's there's a centralized Chaos Emerald and the world is literally spinning around it. It can best be described as LSD. <laughs> Uh, I remember a buddy of mine, uh, his mom used to keep us when we, were, when we were little, and he had a Sega, and he would talk about, or no, I'm sorry, she would talk about how she couldn't watch us play this game because that level would make her sick. Just because it just spins and well, spins. Well, if you notice the background, and I noticed this when I was watching the playthrough. Well, it's like a kaleidoscope. Well, it, it'll have like a bunch of fish, and I have like a bunch of birds. Right. Like, well, they just threw everything <laughs> Who came well, up with this? People who were tripping on LSD. You just said it. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, the, the the special stages they were all the same, but they were you know they were a little bit different as far as the pathways and stuff. Uh, the first one, I think you had just a single row of those little gems to have to touch. After you touched them for so long, they would disappear, uh, and, and then it would open up that box where you get into the chaos emerald. Um, as you went further, as you got to you know, the second, third, fourth, fifth, and eventually the sixth special stage, there were more and more of those gems that you had to get rid of. Yeah, get through. Um, this is also where you got your continue. Uh, should you lose all of your lives, if you get 50 rings inside of one of those zones, you get a continue. So that's kind of where those continues come from because that was something that was very synonymous with the rest of the 2D platformers as well. Um, but... One of the kind of strange things, and I guess we're kind of jumping a little bit ahead. One of the strange things about this game that is not like the other games is there's only six Chaos Emeralds and no Supersonic. So it's almost like they added the seventh to explain why you couldn't go Supersonic in the first one. I, I, I guess I don't know why there was only. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the the whole story of why there were only six. Imagine at the board meeting, they're like, "All right, let's uh." Let's make uh, Sonic look like that Dragon Ball Z guy. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Get him the Chaos Emeralds. But sir, they couldn't do it in Sonic 1. Just add another one. <laughs> well, there were seven. We'll add an eighth. <laughs> no, no, no. There's only six. We'll add a seven. That, well, that works too. Um, but yeah, you got you got six Chaos Emeralds, and that's what you're trying to do. Obviously, the Chaos Emeralds are a secret power. Robotnik's trying to get it to power his whatever, whatever. Um, insert, insert ship name here. With egg, with egg in, it. in it, exactly. So, um, so that's basically what you're trying to do. You're trying to stop Robotnik, free the free the animals, and get the Chaos Emeralds before he does. So, uh, Act One, Act One is really quick in Green Hill. Act Two is really really quick in Green Hill. Uh, Act Three, there's a 
quite a bit of platform in Act Three, but then you finally get around to the last boss. Um, the last boss is is very iconic because they've had a lot of throwbacks and different styles of throwbacks uh, to this boss, where it's the ship and he's got the the swinging pendulum ball thingy. I don't even know what to call it. I just I know you don't get hit by it. Obviously, yeah. Um, they've had callbacks in Sonic and Knuckles. They've had callbacks, uh, kind of reverse callback in um, Sonic Mania. I don't know. It, you've never really played Sonic Mania, have you? Uh, not much. Okay. Well, um, yeah, so just very iconic. You, you look at it and you know, you know, that, hey, this is from Sonic. Um, second level, <coughs> the second level, the Marble Zone uh, starts out. And this right here is what really kind of in my book makes this Sonic game the worst of the three. Uh, it really slows you down. There's a lot of a lot of walls, a lot of uh, like left and right platforming to go through levels. It's not just, you know, run to the right and get to the end of the level. You know, you know you have to progress right, but sometimes you have to go left to go right. I know that sounds weird, but uh, a lot of things you have to ride, a lot of little things that you have to... Yeah, you push that block off right. into the lava. <clears throat> I noticed, too, if you free the animals, they'll jump in the lava and they're fine. Yeah. So it's like, maybe you should be saving today. <clears throat> well, I mean, if they're, they're super animals, let them do it. I, I will say this... Um, you know, Green Hill had some great backgrounds. You know, that's kind of my, my thing. right. Uh, Marble Hill had some really great backgrounds. What impressed me about Marble Hill was some of the mechanics in the game. Like when you would be on that block that's floating down a lava, and a, a geyser would pop up and right. throw you up in the air. Right. It's like you know that's probably not very easy to do. No. Sega Genesis. Well, see, one so of the that things was pretty impressive. One of the things of that. that I was impressed with was. Uh, and I know it's it's not really that impressive when you think about it, but the change in scenery. So they had these little floating island-looking things that you would jump on. If you stayed on them too long, they would catch on fire. If you stayed there too long, and you'd have to jump off of them very quickly. So I always was really impressed with that because uh, they're floating in the lava, and it makes sense, honestly. It's a you know just a piece of land that's floating in the in this lava pool or whatever for whatever reason is there. Uh, it's floating in this lava pool. You step on it, and it's like it goes under just a little bit, and then it catches on fire, and you have to jump off of it. So, um, But, you know, they had the, the lava waterfalls or the lava falls or whatever you want to call them. Uh, just a, a decent platforming level, but very, very slow. Um, not, not my favorite. All right. Okay. <laughs> uh, you get to, you get to uh, Robotnik. And gosh, I'm trying to remember what his. You got these two platforms on either side with a lava pit in the middle, and he'll go to one and throw down lava. That's bombs. right. That's right. Yeah. So you got to so jump back and forth. Right. But then there's like lava shooting shooting up, in up the from the middle. Yeah. So you got to hit him and avoid the lava in the middle and avoid his lava that he's dropping down. That's right. Uh, the next one is the spring yard zone. Um, I always like the music in this one. Yeah, it, was it gets good. old very quick though, because it, it starts repeating. And there's something about this one that is a, I, I guess, an annoyance of mine of the Sonic series, and it's those bumpers you keep bouncing off of. Yes, the ding, ding, ding. I hate that sound. <laughs> that that haunts my dreams. Um, this this was really one of those that's very synonymous with the upper level, the middle level, and the lower level. Um. The upper level is obviously the fastest way, the most direct way to beat the level, but it's very—it's a lot of platforming. So if you if you fall down, you find yourself uh, having to go through a lot more enemies and, and different things like that. Um, always try to stay up as much as you can. This is where it kind of introduces those elevator platforms that kind of move, and you have to move back and yeah. forth, and you can get squished by them really easy. Some more of that go slow thing, right? And I. And, and, and this right here is too where you kind of wish you had a spin dash because you could spin dash and get get up to speed and then when you when that elevator dropped down you could just go to the to the side and not have to worry so much about getting getting crushed yeah because Sonic he kind of has a problem getting started he, yeah he gets his momentum pretty slowly and I noticed on some you know slight inclines he can't make them make oh no. no 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 I mean I can I can relate to him but <laughs> You know, he can go back and get a running start and go. I just usually give up. (laughs) 
Or just lay down on the ground and just wait for help. Slowly roll down. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, again, three three different acts. Uh, you get to Robotnik. This Robotnik uh, used to give me a lot of problems at the same time. He he would show up and there would be a, a row of blocks on the bottom. And he'd show up and have a spike on the bottom of his little flying ship. And he would go down and that's when you would jump and hit him. And he would grab a block and and go up with it so it would create a hole if you fell in the hole obviously yeah. you, you lost uh, and if you didn't kill him fast enough there would be a lot of holes a lot of gaps so you know if you if it took you a while to get to him you know there's gonna be a lot of platform even after you beat him just to get to the little animal carrier thing the uh the, the guy i watched beat him he, he only took up two blocks yeah usually i could get it about two blocks i think um the next one was the bane of my existence with this game. A hundred percent. The one thing, and I still have trouble with it. What would you call the name of that zone? Labyrinth? Uh, labyrinthine? I think it's just Labyrinth Zone. I'll look it up. Keep talking. Okay. Uh, this, this was the water world. This is the one that got a lot of people. Uh, it's in a cave kind of setting, but it's all for the most part underwater um you know i showed you in, yeah you're right labyrinth labyrinth zone um the first the first two levels a lot of platforming a lot of switches to make conveyors turn backwards yeah it did a lot of had a lot of switches to open doors to get right through. and all the time you're having to manage air because unlike mario excuse me mario <laughs> sonic cannot breathe underwater and I'm telling you, anytime you needed an air bubble, there was never an air bubble. And that sound, when you're starting to run oh, out... that will freak you that's out. That's a major cause of anxiety. Exactly. Because you've got five seconds. You've got 20 seconds of air. So the first... The, I so, didn't know you had that much. Yeah, you've got 20 seconds of air, and whenever you hear the ding, ding, that's five seconds or down. And you'll hear ding, ding, and that's five seconds or down. And then it's ding, ding, and five seconds or down. And then when it starts counting down, the dun, 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 that's five seconds to... Hurt. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've almost passed out playing these levels. Are you trying to hold your breath for 20 seconds? I was waiting to hear the ding ding. Oh, ding ding. <laughs> um, yeah, gosh, I hated this. Level. I can it hold my breath longer than 20 seconds. Above air, you can, or above water, you can. <laughs> above air, you can. Um, yeah, it took me a long time to get to where I could really do what I needed to in these levels. It. It was just so much anxiety. You're trying to platform. You're trying to advance. Because here's the thing. It's like, okay, I know there's a way to get above the water so I can breathe regularly if I just keep going. And I can I can get there in the time I have to sit here and wait for this stupid air bubble. Yeah. Or you would go just a little ways and say, man, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Let me backtrack to the air bubble I was just at and try to go faster this time. And Sonic can neither swim nor breathe underwater. No, and, and the little running go start thing that you're talking about where it took him so much time to get up to speed, it's worse underwater. Do you think do you think Mario can breathe underwater or he just can hold his breath for a very, very long time? Well in Mario Mario, those uh those seconds count down really, really quick. So I don't think they're actual seconds like I don't know if you've ever really noticed that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, hold on. So there's a uh a game called Super Monkey Island. Yeah. And in that game, uh, the protagonist brags that he can hold his breath for a certain amount of time. Hold on. For 10, he, he says he can, he claims he can hold his breath for 10 minutes. And so there's one part where you are underwater. And if you stay there for 10 minutes, he'll run out and, and drown. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was always one thing. It wasn't, I guess it wasn't until Mario 64 is whenever you first could drown underwater. Yeah. You're right. He he could he could breathe underwater everyone else or hold his breath. I'm not 100% sure about Yoshi's Island. Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. I well, he was remember. a baby. That is true. He was surrounded by a bubble anyway. Um... So yeah, elaborate zone, uh, stage one, stage two, a lot of platforms. Stage three, uh, the water bubbles, water bubbles, the air bubbles were a little fewer, a little further between, it seemed like. 
the boss fight with Robotnik. I guess you with the the video you were watching of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, did he beat Robotnik or did he just survive to the top? I don't remember because you can do both. So you're you're going through this maze at the very very end where you're just climbing, 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 and then I mean it's not an infinite climb. You know, there's a there's a set number of times that that that, that cycle repeats, but you can keep climbing and whether you, well, hold on, let me take that back a little bit. You see Robotnik, you start climbing. So as you're climbing, you can hit Robotnik or you can just try to race him to the top. It doesn't matter whichever one happens. But if you're too slow, the water is rising behind you. I don't know if you saw that. The water is rising behind you. So if you're not going fast enough, you get caught in that water. There's no air bubbles there. Oh. So you can... You can really, you know, mess around if you get hit or fall off a platform and, and get behind the the time and trying to get get back up. You can you can actually drown in that part too. That's it's interesting how they keep trying to change up the boss fights. You know, trying to keep them fresh because I mean you can only you know jump up and hit him and avoid something so many times. Oh well, yeah, but I mean so this that's is a pretty cool cool it, way of doing it. Well, that's kind of the thing. You know, you always I mean. So Nintendo's way of of keeping it fresh, you know, in the in the original Mario Brothers, there was, you know, the Koopa. And then you always had to beat the Koopa. You got to the end of the Koopa and it was sorry, Mario, our princess in another castle. Mm-hmm. Um it wasn't until Mario Brothers three whenever they decided to say, Hey, we've got these Koopa kids, let's use them. And those can be kind of the end of the level bosses until you get to the main guy. Um, kind of in Super in Mario Brothers two, I think as well, because you had like the rat, the the rat and and the uh, the birdos and the little snake reptile people before you got to the Toad guy, till you got to the Toad King. But this one right here, you still had the same guy. He always got away at the end of the level, but he always came back in something different for you to try to defeat. So, uh, get past the Lambert zone. Uh, the next one is the Starlight zone. And to me, this was probably the best music in the game. Um, I agree. Starlight Zone, the the one thing that's that's uh, kind of, I don't want to say synonymous again because I've said it three times now. But Wart. Wart, that's right. That was the boss. Lord Wart or something. Because I was thinking Toad? Toad turns on you? No, he was a frog. All right. Or a Toad. My apologies. That was going to bug me. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, but Star. Starlight. Starlight was the music. When I was watching a guy play. I I really enjoyed music a lot. So this is this is the one. What was what was the thing that you noticed in this in this level? Uh, they're bombs. <laughs> yeah, they they have the little uh, bombs that have a fuse that are that is burning out, and whenever the 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 bomb creature robot thing explodes, there's a couple little energy balls that come out. So you have to watch out for the explosion and also watch out for the energy balls. Um, the, the thing that's kind of the, the staple for this level is the, um, oh God, the seesaw things. What do you call them? Oh, yeah. Um, where something would fall on one end and you'd have to jump on the right, other. Right, the seesaw no. spring thing. Yeah, seesaw, yeah. But um, what it would do is when you hit, say, you know, it's, it's a teeter-totter. So say if you hit it on the left side to bounce the ball up on the right side, when it came back down, it'd come back to the left side. So you had to hit it and then get up enough speed to get on the other side to to make it go it back and you. forth. Yeah. So they, they did a lot of cool things with physics, I think, in this game. I, yeah, and I was gonna that's something I was gonna ta- uh, touch on at the end was the the physics of Sonic. If he's moving forward and you jump, he's still moving forward. It's not like because that's what they messed up with with Sonic the Hedgehog four for you know the newer platforms was they really messed around with the physics too much where you kind of stop your momentum in midair and it just it made a lot of things not you can't do that no no not in real life unfortunately i can can you now no you will have to uh show me that yeah i can i can jump up and suddenly i can go straight down (laughs) that's called gravity um so again level one level two uh and then you get to level three or act three excuse me the boss for this particular um, level, you use the the seesaw mechanic. Robotnik is going back and forth, dropping little spike balls. Yeah, and you have to 
you can do one or two things. You can either hit the spike ball up at Robotnik to to get a, a hit point, or you can time it to where you jump, the spike ball goes up and over, and then it will launch you into a ball, and you can hit Robotnik. By the way, the, the spike explodes. Yes, if it stays there too long, it will just explode. And I think it's got energy balls like like the other ones have, or like the little uh, bomb things you talked about have. Mayhaps. I think that's the case. Um, they kind of used that again in Sonic 3, uh, and it seems like there was another one that they did that with, and it's 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 escaping me right now. But Sonic 2. Uh, no. Sonic 4, Sonic 5, Sonic 6. <laughs> Um, so the, the last levels, last set of levels that you'll go to now is scrap brain. Mm-hmm. Scrap brain had pretty cool soundtrack. This, uh, has the industrialized city background. Um, we take that to be Robotropolis, but I'm not hundred percent sure as, as far as what the book calls it. Uh, I know the Sonic lore with the comics and the TV show was Robotropolis. So in my mind, it's Robotropolis. It's really good looking background though. Yeah, I mean, for a 16-bit cartridge, yeah. sure. And, and they, in, in limited colors, too, they, they did really good, I think, with what they had. Yeah, a little, little backhanded compliment there. Yeah. <laughs> um, Music was great. Yeah, it was. Um, so we go through level one. We go through level two. A lot of lot of trap doors, a lot act of platforming. One, act huh? Act one, act two. Yes. What did I say? Level Let's call it what it is. It's a level. I know what the game says it is, but it's a level. I mean, the game, you know, is the authority. So. No, no, it's not. The it's gamer is the authority. Um, so we go through uh, Act 1 and Act 2. There's a lot of trap doors. There's a lot of spinning mechanisms. There's a lot of, like, hidden saw blade things. Um, still, still probably a little bit too much platforming for it to be a quote-unquote go-fast Sonic game. Uh, the thing that always got me about this level was when you get to Act Three. In Act Three, it's like they ran out of ran out of ideas. You thought you were finished with the water. <laughs> it's like they ran out of ideas and then decided, "Hey, we're going to throw you back into the water, and we're just going to change the palette of the water, make it look like it's cold. It's not really going to hurt you though, uh, and we're going to have even less air bubbles and even more time underwater." But if you stay to the top side as much as you can, you can get through it pretty quick because I actually got through that level mm-hmm. uh, just just moments ago. Uh, no boss in this one. You get to an area where uh, there's there's a single red spring, and when you hit it and go up to the middle, there's a bunch of other springs. But once you go in there, you warp to the final zone. Um, to me, this is the, the worst name zone because it's like they didn't even try. <laughs> Final zone. Final zone. Um, I don't know. I mean, I again, I would have to know the timeline. I guess they had a, had an idea that maybe there would be a sequel. I don't know. But this is one lane boss fight. I'm gonna say the that. little piston, the Robotnik and the Pistons. Um, well, I tell you what, to eight year old Clint, it was it was tragic, and I remember getting to this boss numerous times and failing um, because I just didn't really pick up. If there's not really a pattern, it's it's very random, but I didn't pick up on the fact that the little energy balls that come down, I always tried to outrun them instead of just jumping over them. Uh, but you have to be real careful. Uh, there's a safe way of playing this level where you can stay to the right-hand side because you know the energy balls will try to get you if you go there, um, but the piston won't, so you won't get crushed. Um, two pi- There's four pistons. Uh, two that come from the top side, two that come from the bottom side. I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Two from the top, two from the bottom. Robotnik is going to be in one of the two. You just have to be patient more than anything else. You can't try to get every every piston because a lot of times if you try to stay in the middle, then you'll get a, a a middle right and a middle left coming up and down respectively, and because Sonic takes so much time to get going. You could get you could get crushed a little bit easier. Um, Sound like you speak from experience. A lot of experience. Uh, so if you stay to the right and then just just kind of wait and be patient, you can get your your eight hits on him. Um, end of the level, you know, there's a lot of explosions. Robotnik's getting away. He jumps in the ship. You can hit the ship, or you can choose not to hit the ship. Whatever. It's still the same same outcome. The only difference in the outcome is the chaos emerald so 
if you get zero through five of the chaos emeralds, you hit Robotnik, he kind of crashes. You um you go through the 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 end end phase of the game where Sonic's running through Green Hill Zone, all the animals are jumping up and down. Um and then Sonic jumps out towards towards a screen, points at you, and then flashes the title. Uh, you go through all the credits, and at the very, very end, Robotnik has the number of Chaos Emeralds that you don't have, and he's just tossing them back and forth, and there's a thing above it that says, try again, question mark. Uh, the alternate ending is the same exact thing. When Sonic's got all six Chaos Emeralds, there's a, you know, he holds them up. There's a flash. There's a little bit of a change to the, to the foreground there. Yeah. The trees get a little taller and a bunch of, it looks like inflatable glove flowers are have grown. <laughs> Hammy's not impressed. Not at all. Uh, Pastel colored at that. So at the end of the credits, Robotnik comes up and it says the end and he's jumping on the end. Like it's a trampoline, like really, really upset and mad. Cause you, Spoiled his plans or whatever. So, two endings, you know, one good, one bad. This is kind of before there were, you know, five or six different endings for things. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Overall, a good game. Uh, more platforming than you really expect, especially when you grew up there in the time and you thought, hey, let's go fast. Let's do this. Let's do that. Um, I enjoyed it. I remember the first couple of times I beat it. Uh, I think I said in the Sonic the Hedgehog or Sonic and Knuckles review that you could lock Sonic one onto Sonic and Knuckles and play an infinite number up to ten thousand. I think I don't want to say infinite, but over ten thousand levels of Blue Spear stages. Over ten thousand. <laughs> it's nine thousand. I thought you said ten thousand. I did say nine. I did say ten, but the quote is nine. Yeah, but it was a throwback, not an exact quote. Touche. Touche. Right. So. Um, so that does it for the game. Um, again, I, I enjoyed it. It's not too, it's not as iconic as two. I don't feel like it's not as fast as two can be. Now two can get a little, you know, maniacal too with the way that it becomes a platformer more than, you know, a speed, a speed game, I guess. But six and one half a dozen the other. I mean, you can't make them all speed levels cause then it just kind of gets boring, I guess. Thoughts? Thoughts? <laughs> um, man, I really enjoyed the music. Uh, yeah, that was one thing. I don't want to say that that Sega had better music than Nintendo, but there was a time when I thought that Sega's some of Sega's soundtrack stuff was better than Nintendo. I really do. Uh, look, it it to me is a more difficult platformer than Mario. I think it's a little bit more difficult game. I I mean. I can see that. I can agree with that. Cause like when you take world, if you got a, if you got a feather and you got just a little bit of running speed, you could skip through any level. Yeah. Of course you had the extra hit with Yoshi. You can always jump off of him if you can't quite jump a little bit. I mean, with, with Sonic though, you had infinite number of hits as long as you had one ring. Well, and I always thought that was a good mechanic for something like this. Let me ask you this. If you could tweak, the Sonic games a little bit like change something up, add something, take something away to make it better. What would you do? Uh, well with one, I would put a spin dash, I think some way of getting up to speed. Well, I mean in general, the series as a whole. Yeah. Make them all 2d again. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking of the competition for Sonic at this point, Super Mario World. And it just, that one game to me feels like I had more content than all the Sonic games that came out on Genesis. The Sonic games all feel kind of small to me. Yeah. I mean, this one had green, marble, spring, labyrinth, starlight, scrap rain. It had six zones. Yeah. And then a final zone. It's just, I don't know. I, I just wonder if Sonic could have benefited from kind of copying Mario a little bit more. Maybe. Uh, I mean, you know, you take Super Mario World, it had the overworld, then it had all the secret endings and, and things like that. But see, I don't feel like that's what Sonic Sonic was. Um, I mean, and even going forward, I mean, after 25 years of Sonic, at least. 30. Has it been 30? 
Yeah, 91. Yeah, that is, that is. So after 30 years of Sonic, even when they made Mania, which is a new game, they didn't change anything that was that that was with it, because um, I think that the change the changes that they made, especially in the 3D games, um, really went away from its roots. I think I think Sonic is what it is. I don't know if it really could have. Been, I don't know if it could have benefited from. What would you say? Well, m- my way of thinking is you look at Mario, and Mario seems to appeal to a much broader audience. I mean, you've got like Mario Maker. Could you have a Sonic Maker? I'm sure you can. I mean, they they had other things with Sonic. I mean, and Mario for that matter. They had educational stuff with Sonic and Mario. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. You know, could you do a Mario thir- or a uh, Sonic 35 where you're just playing through and every baddie that you kill goes to you know the the other screens or whatever? Maybe sort of a race. Well, see, they had the competition, you know, and it was a two-player competition with Sonic 2 and Sonic 3. They took it away in Sonic and Knuckles. You know, there was only the one player in Sonic 1, and you had the little brother mode with Tails, so it wasn't really a true second player. Um, So Tails wasn't Sonic 1? No, he was not. Okay. I don't don't know what you could have done to have made those better. I don't know. Because they it's, tweaked them in every game, but it was still the same concept. It it just, I don't know. It In my mind, I just feel like Sonic is kind of limited for what it is. Like, there, weren't, there were power-ups, but they weren't the same kind of powers. They were all temporary, except for that shield. You got a shield, which gives you an extra hit. And the boots. And the boots that made you fast. So Mario never really had a speed boost, I don't think. Not really. Um, Mario always had an invincibility. Sonic had an invincibility. Um, Mario had a hit point built in with, you know, getting big, becoming little, that kind of thing. Sonic had multiple hit points as long as, as long as you had a ring, hundred rings, hundred coins, you know, could, could Sonic had benefited from throwing flames? Maybe. I mean, they kind of, they kind of, played with that a little bit in Sonic 3 and gave you different kinds of shield with the flame, the water, and the um, lightning shields. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It's like you said, you think of Sonic, you think of running fast. And you don't really get to do that a whole lot in, in Sonic 1. And Sonic 2, you know, the bonus levels, you kind of got that feeling. Yeah, because you got that half pipe. See, if if the levels were more like Mario, and, and just stay with me on this, Mario is you start from the left, you go to, in a 2D Mario, you start from the left, you go to the right. Avoid avoid enemies, avoid holes, get to the goal, right? Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what Mario 1 was, that's what Mario 2 kind of was, that's what Mario 3 was, and that's what Super Mario World was. Uh, minus the secrets in Super Mario World. Um, do you think it would have been too easy if it was Sonic doing that? You're running fast. You don't necessarily have to jump on top of people like you do with Mario. If you just you know you just jump into them, you spin attack them and, and hit them. I don't know. I don't know if, if I don't know if that works for Sonic because maybe it's too easy at that point. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's just like you said. Just this is defined Sonic. Well, that that, and then you you had to do something different because if you made it somewhat similar, people gonna say, "Well, this is the Mario clone with a different person." Yeah. So I don't know. You know, you don't hit the little question mark boxes or anything to get rings. You hit the item boxes to get rings, and rings are hanging there just like the coins are. I don't know. I don't. I don't and, know if it really benefits. I, I think it. I think it works the way it does because it is different enough to be its own thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It's. It's just harder for me to go back and play a Sonic game than it is a Mario game. I, of course, I could see that. I mean, because the replayability for the we've said this all along that the replayability for the Mario games are are infinitely the the best that there are, especially you know, the world. Right. 
you know, I, I could sit here and play world right now and still have a good time with it. Whereas, you know, the Sonic games, you know, as much as I love them and I've played them a lot, you do get kind of tired of them a little bit because they're, they're all essentially the same, which I guess all the Mario games are too. So I don't know. I don't know why it's so, <coughs> Oh, bless you. Oh, thank you. I don't know why Sorry it's so that. much more. Um, I don't know why the replayability is so much higher with the Mario games versus the Sonic games. No, oh, I was just wondering, I guess cause there's some sort of with Mario there, there's a finality with it. You beat Bowser, you save the day, you get the girl. Congratulations. You don't really get that closure with any yeah, of the it, Sonic games. Well, it seems like there's more accomplishment with Mario. Right. Um, with Sonic, like you said, you, you play through the, the levels. Unless you use a cheat, you have to start from the very beginning. Every time you... Whereas with Mario, you know, you unlock a level, you save, you've got it. You can, you can move back and forth on the map. Up until World, that was not the case, though. Right. And, and with World, I think they really, really found Mario's identity. Right. Well, see, they, they got a lot of it. They pulled a lot from World... Well, a lot from three to put in world. You had the overworld yeah, and the items so, and different things like so that. I, I, the save points is, I think is what made that game so much better. I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, what would it take for Sonic to have his super Mario world game to take him to the next level? Would an overworld make that? I don't know. Say so they kind of had an overworld in, four which don't get me started on four four was kind of terrible but they kind of had an overworld that just kind of kind of linked them showed you how they were all linked together but you didn't like go from one to the other to the other like you do in three or world so i i, I don't know i just i don't know i i think with 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 Super Mario World, the game is meant to be played, enjoyed, and then you get it to a point you can stop and you can come back and pick up where you left off. Whereas Sonic is a straight up, you sit down and play it from start to finish. And maybe because of that is why they didn't make it as long as some of the other ones. Because I don't really know outside of outside of like the sports games, I don't remember any of the. Well, S Sonic Three did have a save feature. But you had to get to it only saved to the first part of the next uh, zone. Now Sonic Adventure, uh, I know the 3D games aren't your forte, but I like Sonic Adventure. A lot. I don't mind Sonic Adventure. It's just again, like you said, it's not my forte. And you know, there's some things that are broken about the 3D Sonic games. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, just all of them in general. It's not just Sonic 06. You know, you get a lot of the brokenness in some parts <laughs> of Sonic 06. That was it, it. Makes me wonder if maybe Sonic has just been in the wrong hands too much. Could be. I mean, and that's why he went back 2D, or why they went back 2D, and Mania was such a hit, and everybody talked about how it rivals being the best Sonic game. And a lot of people consider it the best Sonic game. Yeah. Yeah. You talking about Mania? Yes. And you know, last night after we got done recording, Talker go home. We watched that fan film with Nick. Yeah. That one guy made that little 10 minute video set in the Warhammer 40 K universe. Mm -hmm. And it was great. It looked, it, it, it was amazing. And I think it's because there was a lot more passion in it rather than just, we got to get this out. Right. And, and I think, and with, that's what you get with mania because it's Christian Whitehead who did, who did all the remakes to bring the old Sonic games to, the newer systems right. and, and mobile as well. And it just feels like the, the bad Sonic games, the fours, the, the, the Oh sixes, you know, generations, colors, uh, black Knight, that and where he was a werewolf for some reason. Yeah. It's like, there's no like real passion behind them. You know, with Mario still got Miyamoto with Nintendo, right. Who created Mario. And, I couldn't tell you who created Sonic and the people are very passionate about Mario. Right. And you can see that in a lot of what they do. Right. And it, it's, it's like Sonic could benefit if someone like Christian Whitehead didn't mania was in control. You know, someone who actually loves the character. Yeah. Understands what makes the character great. And someone who can not only, you know, 
make something that feels like a Sonic game, but maybe take it to the next level it needs to go to to really expand in the right direction. It could, but I think there's been so much put down. You know, like with Zelda, we talk about it's the same game, it's the same two characters, they just have a different um a different theme. Or you know, one what do we call it? It's not a theme. Uh almost like a different gimmick. Gimmick. That's it. It's got a get different gimmick in every one. Now, I don't think Sonic necessarily has a different gimmick. Mario kinda has a different gimmick every time. Kinda sorta. Um well, he has in in the latter games, you know, with Mario 64, it's just, hey, 3D, then right. you had Galaxy, and you had uh, Sunshine, Sunshine, Galaxy and, 2, and Odyssey. Odyssey, you had the hat. hat, and then the one for, for Wii that's just come out. But I think that's because those games were able to find their identity. Yeah. I mean, they're different games. They all have different gimmicks, but they all still feel the same. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to say you can't like, like they'll never put out another good Sonic game. Cause I mean, they put out mania and that was the most recent and maybe they'll put out a mania too, or some, you know, whatever they're going to call it. But I don't know what you could do to change it, to make it not so much more like Mario, but more, you know, more lovable kind of like Mario is. Well, I, I would like to see that happen. I, I would like to see Sonic hit another boom. No and pun intended Son- <laughs> for the cartoon, <laughs> not Sonic boom. Um, I don't think, I don't know. I would have said that I would have said it before mania that without, without Sega and I'm using quotation marks as far as, as, as a system, Sonic's not going to be, I mean, Sonic's not a first party anything now because it's Sega until it goes back to a Sega hardware. You know, it's not technically first party anymore. No, it's not. So I I don't know I, I don't know there's nobody that's gonna push Sonic, you know like they push Mario like they push Zelda like they push Master Chief like they push whatever PlayStation's got. Last of Us I guess Crash Bandicoot well it's not even Crash Bandicoot Crash Bandicoot's on everything. I don't know I don't know hey if 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 you any of you guys listen if you have any ideas let us know. PlayStation's mascot is some dude with a neck beard in his mom's basement making very toxic comments on youtube <laughs> uh please don't leave a toxic comment on our <laughs> on our stuff um but yeah that i kid i kid yeah it's seriously if, if any of you guys out there have a have a better idea seriously. or or just an idea of how to make sonic you know better um let us know i mean i'd, I'd be interested to hear back from everybody see what their what their thing is so um, so I guess that kind of does it for Sonic one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this might've been one of the first, if not the first game I ever learned a cheat code from up, down, left, right, hold a press start. Yeah. There you go. Yep. So, um, before we get out of here, I do want to give a shout out to a couple of people. Uh, one particularly who is in the Quebec region. I guess it's Canadian bacon 2.0. I don't know. We had 50, 50 downloads in one day from Quebec. And then we had, wow, that's the French speaking country too. Yeah. Uh, and we had, uh, over 30. Bonjour. (laughs) We had over 30 in, um, Georgia. So we had, we had a day. I woke up that morning and we had 32. So I want to say it's 32 in Georgia. Uh, then a couple of others. And we had, 50 by themselves in Quebec because they had zero before that. Uh, we had 88 downloads in one day, which is a new record for us. I think our old record was 50. Dang. So yeah, we had, we had, and it wasn't all the same episode, you know, but basically we had a couple of new listeners. So if, if you guys are those new listeners, hit us up. We would love to say hello. Thank you for listening. You know, just we would love to 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 talk to you guys, uh, you know, a little more directly. Hit us up on Twitter. That's the best place to get us. That's at Ham and Spam Games. Uh, and if you don't have a Twitter, make one so then we can get contact you. So, there you go. Uh, maybe even give you a cool nickname like Canadian Bacon, Canadian Croissant, <laughs> Croissant. 
Uh, so one more thing before we get out of here, there was some major, major news announced. Yes. Uh, I was, I was, I was hoping you wouldn't forget that. I, I sent it to Hammy. I don't think, did you know that before I had sent it to you? Sent what? The news of what we're about to talk about. What we're we about to talk about. You know where we're going with this. I sent it to you in a direct message on Twitter. Oh, yeah. It was you that sent it to me. I was thinking it was Jeff that sent it to me. No, no I sent it to Jeff. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I sent it to you. I was, I was asking, did you 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 didn't know it before I sent it to you? I did not. Oh, okay. That made my day, my week, my month, and even my year. What about AJ Styles? Well, I mean, <laughs> you completely just missed my friend's reference, but okay. <laughs> uh, whatever. We are not on the same page. You know? We're not on the same page today. I don't know why. Uh, last episode, we really were, but I was hoping you'd say I'll be there for you, but you know, no, no friends love there. No, no, we're good. I love you though. Anyway, get to it. Uh, they're, they are releasing a new Ninja Turtles beat em up, mm-hmm. uh, much in the style of turtles Four. uh, updated graphics, updated story. It's called Shred- player. It's called shredders revenge. It's four player. Um, looks fantastic. It looks really good. It sounds like it's going to be very in depth too. Uh, same people who did you said same ones that did Streets of Rage Four. Streets of Rage Four. I know they also did uh Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yes, which is another great game that I've heard. I never played, but I've heard. Good I never about played it. that one either. So maybe we'll have to jump into that one just to. But I'm excited. I'm hoping it's a sequel to Four. Well, well they reference it. I, I I wish it was. But at the same time, Ninja Turtles is one of those things you could almost start fresh from every game. You can. And you can. Just, You're right. You know, much like the, the Nintendo games, you know, you, you, you start, start, take off, beat Shredder. You know, you're going to end up with Crane. You know, you're going to end up with Dimension X. You can throw some extra ones in there if you want. Um, what I was really happy about is seeing that you can throw the foot soldiers into the foreground. Right. Yeah. So they took that directly from four. Uh, one of the things that I thought, was really good was so in past turtle games and really it's more of a limitation thing but in past turtle games you have um everybody's kind of run the same when this one when they were showing the video of the playthrough and it's not it's not complete yet it's just in development and and announced but when you watch uh, the turtles run all four of them run differently that's that's a good touch um Obviously, you know, Michael, you know, Michelangelo is a party dude. Yes, Michelangelo. Uh, <laughs> I love you. God, I love you. Um, they I read the classic song in there, too. They did. They did. It's a little different. It's not the same pace, but it's it's the classic song from the 80s cartoon show. So, you know, I used to have a bunch of episodes on VHS. I got from, I think, Wendy's. Burger King. It was Burger King? It was Burger King, because okay. I've got them, too. Gosh, now I want to watch that. I I got Maze the a box set when he was little of of the that that era of Ninja Turtles, but it was like season seven, and they basically cl- killed off Shredder and they were being invaded by aliens. Yeah, a lot. It of, got weird. That's kind of like the X Men cartoon. The last season of it was just hot garbage. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I love that. Da, 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 I love that theme. Da, da. Um, yeah, I'm super excited about it. It's supposed to come out for all consoles. It's not officially been announced for Switch yet. Yeah, consoles and PC. I, I've I'd seen something that looked like it was coming to Switch. I, mean, I, I would assume that it's coming to Switch because Streets for Rage 4 came to Switch. Where too. would you play it at? Switch. Yeah, I would too. Switch, yeah. Even though I have been getting back into my Xbox lately. Uh, I haven't had my Xbox on very much. I, I had it on today to, um, to play through the Sonic Mega Collection. Uh, Sonic one is one of those games I don't own for some reason. Uh, I guess because, and I've never owned it really. Uh, yeah. My uncle had it and I played it so much. And then when I got my own Sega, uh, I had Sonic two and then I always borrowed or rented Sonic three. So until lately, or well, actually I still don't own it. I've always owned it on disc on one of these anniversary collections or something. And honestly, I bought, I bought off off of eBay the the anniversary collection that we that we played today, uh, but I've got literally I'm sitting here looking at it's a PlayStation Two Mega Collection. What? what are we looking at? I own all the Sonic games. Do you maybe, original? Maybe uh, yeah, maybe I'm the Sonic guy. 
Have you ever beaten any of them? Do you own it? I want you to. I own it. Okay. All right. Let's just that it that okay. Anyway, I'm well, just messing with you. Well, I I don't know. I was always at that time. I guess I was one of those because it was so easy to rent too. Gosh, yeah. You know, you just rent it, beat it, and you're done. You know, R.I.P. Blockbuster. Um, you know, whenever we (laughs) when we got out of of uh, renting games and started purchasing games, and uh, you know, used games were a lot easier to come by with GameStop and stuff. I just purchased games at that point instead of renting them. So that's man, that was loud. Yeah, your your water bottle was loud. So, um, so uh, with all that. I think we're going to get out of here. We're going to review. We're, we're not going to fully spoil it, but we have five games that we're going yeah, to play. And we're going to rank them. Uh, so just kind of keep out for that one for next week. Um, when we do five shoot 'em up, what do you call them? Shmups. Shmups. Uh, I will spoil they are all on Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to play through those. We're probably going to order some pizza and hang out tonight. Um, so we will catch you back one week from, I don't want to say tonight. One week, one week from release. Yeah, there we go. One week from release, which is only tomorrow, but still. Uh, and like we said earlier, be sure to go check out, uh, me and Hammy on the talk or go home podcast. And I think that's it, right? I believe so. All right. Well, I guess until then, uh, have a good week and join us next time. When you might hear Hammy say, that's no moon. No, wait. Yeah, it is a moon.